0: Two two nine Um Two good guys
1: Yes Two Nine
0: with two good guys Two good guys the boys are back in town Boys are back in town Well in two separate towns <laughs> I'm back in town
1: You're back in town. back in town I will only be back in town from Edinburgh Edinburgh uh tomorrow
0: yeah, I'm currently looking at a FaceTime image of Pierre tucked up in bed with a microphone. He's got the blanket up to his chest like he's the female character in a movie and there's just been a sex scene.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And and there's that thing where the female character's got it up to their chest, but the guy's got it down to his boy, like waist.
0: Yeah, that's
1: it. And you yeah. sort of go, yeah, that's definitely what's comfortable, isn't it? It's what aligns with um, ratings agencies' suggestions.
0: Yeah, I always find that right after sort of sex, um, sort of heaty, hot sex, that uh, suddenly both parties become shy again um, (laughs) about their nakedness.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, suddenly we're seeing them all like, ooh, ooh, what's under here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes, I'm back in town. I'm backed from Egypt back from the ancient world
1: yes you went to go visit the uh, land of the pharaohs
0: yes i did i uh, was filming in egypt for about two weeks uh i'll tell y'all when the thing we were making is out it's uh, basically a funny historical thing um yeah i think it'll come out real nice but it was a real adventure pierre going around egypt um I've never been to Egypt before, and I can now say that I've done the big three ancient civilizations. Oh, okay. You know, I've been to Rome. I've been to Athens. And now I've ticked off old Egypto.
1: Egypto, What was it like? Was it... um, Did you see some mad ancient shit?
0: I saw some really incredible things. I mean, the... The the I saw the pyramids from my airplane window, and I wasn't expecting to see them, and they just were there, and I audibly gasped to myself, oh, going, huh?
1: like in a movie. And
0: you know, you know me, Pierre. I I don't express emotion when there are people around. Yeah, alone, on my own.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. You're an emotional it, masturbator. <laughs> you don't like to do it in public. It's a thing that you keep to yourself. Uh.
0: That was incredible. I think the thing that moved me the most, though, was... I went I went to the Valley of the Kings outside of Luxor, which is present-day Thebes. And um, there are 62 tombs in the Valley of the Kings. And went to see the Tomb of Ramesses Third, which was incredible because all the paint is still preserved because it's all hidden away in darkness so this is like you can go up to the hieroglyphs and the pictures and you can still see the brush strokes you can see where the bristles are and this you know from what three and a half thousand years ago and i got into and i'm after some wrangling i got into tutankhamun's tomb and i didn't realize that he's
1: after some wrangling
0: yeah, it it was quite weirdly. Yeah, the the place is set up weirdly, so it's actually really hard to get ticket, you know, tickets and stuff. But I got in, and I didn't realize the Tutankhamun is still lying in there. He's the only, he's the only king who's still in his tomb in did the Valley
1: you, of the Kings. Did, did you go? Oh God, I'm sorry.
0: No, oh, sorry, I didn't didn't think there was anyone in here. Oh, sorry, oh sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I I would not okay. I opened the door. I opened the door to the tomb, and someone just went someone's in here. <laughs> I just heard that voice.
1: Five more um, minutes.
0: I walked in down the steps into his tomb and then on the left was a perspect- a clear perspex case and lying in the case was Tutankhamun. He's lying there.
1: Did he have a big blanket up to his tits?
0: Yeah, he actually, he literally did. He really? had it up to his neck. Yeah, really? he had it up to his neck. Yeah, and then down to his ankles. So you could see his head and his feet. And he's just lying there. The same guy. He's been there for th- th- four, three, four thousand years, just lying in that room, just like that, just waiting, just lying. His lips are still intact. His face is still intact. Incredible. Unbelievable. Sexy lips? It's astonishing.
1: Sexy lips? Did he have any work done?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the, the the lips were still surprisingly full. mm Tell, he looked good for his more. age, three <laughs> and a half thousand years. I didn't take any pictures. I took pictures of his tomb, which is sort of the other side of the room. But um, it felt weird taking pictures of what is essentially still a dead boy.
1: How much did he look like beef jerky?
0: I mean, I think at that stage we all look like oh, beef jerky. There's
1: no judgment here, Phil. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not judging the boy for looking like beef jerky.
0: <laughs> he's the Biltong king
1: he's the built-on king you could still say he looks like a snack <laughs> <laughs> that would um, be a good but- old school roast joke girl you look like a snack beef jerky
0: <laughs> that's really good that'd be good, good. excellent stuff yeah uh, and i got in a hot air balloon on uh on a different day and looked over the valley of the kings
1: i saw i saw you the, the on the morning that you put the hot air balloon video up on instagram i was simultaneously a bit hungover but really sort of ill feeling like i just felt wrecked and yeah. um waking up in this kind of like ratty apartment and then <laughs> looking at you and you're like ba da 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 like hot air ballooning <laughs> <laughs> such a funny like it was like in a movie where you've made like the good decision or i've gone you know, <laughs> i've done <laughs> i've done the bad decision or 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 ultimately you agreed to go with the devil and i didn't and we're in that midpoint where it seems like i made the wrong choice
0: yes 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 yeah. before before the the balloon falls out of the sky it, and then And you, like, find a pot of gold in a bin or something.
1: I find a pot of gold under a guy I help.
0: Yes. Or something. Yes.
1: Something crude like that.
0: Well, I had to get up at 4.30 in the morning to catch that bloody balloon.
1: (laughs) The night before, were you like, oh, sorry, guys, I can't stay out and party. I got a balloon. uh, I got a balloon in the morning. I got a balloon in the morning about 4.30.
0: I've got an an early commute to the sky tomorrow.
1: you gotta pause you gotta say uh i've got an early commute
0: to the sky <laughs> and then
1: sweep your hand across the room knocking over everyone's drinks <laughs> well i mean how uh, was that it i it it surely it feels when you're in it like it shouldn't be staying in the sky
0: it, it, i was very i was very scared before we got on and it when you turn up, it's a whole field full of balloons that are being filled up. And it's very noisy. All these fans are going off. And these balloons are so big. They look like... Have you seen... Um, nope. The Jordan... I haven't deal. yet, actually. It reminded me of of, of the monster in that. They're all these giant sort of squid octopus heads of lying deflated on the ground, slowly filling up. And then once they fill it with he- air from the fans, they start the flamethrowers up. They just go, <laughs> and these are all going off a field of them. And it feels like uruk pre- preparing for a battle or something. It felt like we were getting ready for war because it's also like five in the morning. So it's like twilight and all these flames are going off and all these huge balloons are slowly build- inflating. And-, and they tower over you. You don't realize how big they are. And I was getting quite scared. Yeah. Because you're literally getting into a wick it looks like a wicker basket. It's a big basket, but it's like made of plant material.
1: It's very flammable, Wicker.
0: Yes. Yes. And we pile in and the pilot has what are the things on the shoulders called, the black and oh, like, she- thing the chevrons go on? Uh
1: the epaulettes at the top or just Epalettes. or just the Ep- things on the sleeve?
0: Epaulettes. Epaulettes. And, and that gave me comfort. And he was um, he was very good. Our our pilot Bakr Bakr, and we lifted off. And, and it's actually not scary at all. Once you start because it lifts off so slowly, you don't even notice you're going. Because they have to, they're just tipping you over the point where the up thrust is greater than the weight. Ah, okay. So there's no sudden movements. It's all very, very gradual. There are some hairy bits where it, it looks so much like we were just floating into power cables, and the pilot wasn't doing anything. And I, I was like, should we be doing something <laughs> about this? But it turns out he's got so much more control than you think. And we just, he'll just suddenly go, and then we'll just lift up over the power cables. Yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool, and I'm glad I did it because I was very scared. But I'm very scared of everything. I'm very risk averse.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it would be. I suppose it's scared, but I guess I think risk averse is a better way of putting it because you'll still do stuff. You just want to make sure that it's got kind of a sensible. Like if you were scared of heights, you wouldn't have done it.
0: But I am kind of scared of heights. But it it all felt pretty really solid when I got in. Yeah. With the basket's like quite high up to your your boobies and. Well, like a sexy blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Felt like Tutankhamun up in there. I
1: was gonna say, what? How upset would you have been to look across at a nearby balloon and see Tutankhamun in the balloon,
0: uh, in mummy form?
1: Yeah, he's just there, like looking out, watching, looking at stuff.
0: Yeah, that'd be horrible. <laughs> that'd be horrible <laughs> to see. I'd assume someone got burnt to a crisp by the flamethrowers, <laughs> and they just decided to continue with the ride anyway. Just thought, well, I'm up here.
1: <laughs> They're trying to balloon their way to a hospital.
0: Uh, but no, it's a real adventure, a real good time. I can't wait for for y'all to see what we made. When's it coming out? I think it'll be good.
1: When's hmm? it coming out?
0: Uh, pro- I think September sometime. September. This coming month. <laughs> speaking of September months, round. speaking of months, you've just had one.
1: Oh, baby, we've all had a month up here at the Edinburgh Crunch um <laughs> yeah yes the french the edinburgh french um i have it's been a good month good numbers good people good friends um loads of kojis phil i can't tell you
0: oh great well i um I, one of the crew in egypt is a podbud. shout kidding. out to simon yeah he's a podbud. simon great guy um great podbud. big fan oh
1: man well hello simon yeah. thank you that's it's starting to get a bit fight club.
0: Oh, yeah, very fight club. People sort the, the, secret smelly sh- the secret smelly handshake.
1: The, s- <laughs> the secret little fart as you pass each other. Um, <laughs> and a nod. Burp, nod. Uh, and
0: again, Simon, lovely, good looking guy. Not at all the kind of person I think would listen to this.
1: Not even a little bit of a shit covered goblin.
0: Not at all. Super lovely. Super nice guy. Good taste. <laughs> Very good taste in things as well. Ah.
1: Yeah. I had some kojis as I sort of brushed past people in a bar and things.
0: Whoa. That's wild.
1: Yeah. It was great. And then so many podbuds came to the show. It was. It's always such a boost. I can't tell. I guess it is just an awkward thing to say a catchphrase to someone. But sometimes they'll say koji to me on the way out almost apologetically. Because <laughs> if they're sort of saying like oh, th- uh, bless you Reverend thank
0: they you they say Cody to me without w- without any embarrassment
1: oh what they just grab your cheeks and put their face really close to yours and go
0: Cody maybe because they know I originally hated it and so they, there's more thrill in it there's a delight yeah, there's the Whereas they They're know not, that I said to stick the light.
1: Yeah, whereas they know that I see it as a sign of I'm slowly assembling some sort of private army.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's been very oh, hardening.
0: But your show's gone very extremely well. I've seen all the stars.
1: Why, it's a whole shitty just full of stars, just for you and me.
0: A constellation of stars. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's um, the propaganda war has been won, I think. And Excellent. I had a very similar fringe to last year, where people kept coming up to me and saying, "You're having a good fringe," like something out right. of um, Truman Show.
0: That, but that's, I think that's that's very good, especially if it's a comedian saying that, because you know it's hard for a comedian to say that to another comedian, and so if they do, it must really mean it.
1: Yeah, it, they must mean it slash like and or. They've heard enough from other people that they feel compelled to say it to me out of kind of irritation and and confirmation. Well, yes. Also, this is a month where everyone is tired and sick of talking, and then if you bump into someone, you just have to say something. So it's a quite a good thing to reach for. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, how's I, it going? The, You're having a good fringe? <clears throat> there was a prank I did. Well, a prank I came up with years ago a very small just verbal prank i came up with at the fringe years ago that i only ever did once to one person and i kept trying kept trying trying to remind myself i I need to do that prank more but i i it was to go up to someone who had a show at the fringe and go and look at them and go hey i've heard really good things about and then say someone else's show
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great (laughs) prank
0: and there's a second way they think, you, they think you're going to, well, where he thought I was going to say his show. And then I said, um, I said someone else's show. And he was like, okay, fair enough. That's very funny. That and is so funny. I just kept forgetting to do it to a, a second person. I only did it to one person.
1: I like the idea of you being in this sort of really forgetful version of Jackass.
0: oh i forgot to put the scorpion in my pants yesterday
1: (laughs) it's the the guys from jackass going oh and then oh no i I forgot to set that up (laughs) oh i forgot to buy a big spider
0: is there um i'm hearing that fringe is back to pre-covid like energies Um and numbers Um Sort
1: of. I cannot of. believe it,
0: this. I cannot believe this. I don't the think it's back up demand. to
1: the numbers at all because, because the number of shows is down by comedy shows anyway, is down by like a third. Good,
0: good. <laughs> I hope it stays there. But there are too many.
1: The audience, I I think in ratio to that should be up on last year.
0: Right. Um, right, right, right. So so audience members per show should be up.
1: Yes, although it's the same number of shows as last year. In fact, it's slightly less again this year.
0: Good, good. But... I mean, it's because of unfair reasons. Yes. But maybe the ends justify the means.
1: <laughs> An interesting thing that's happening though, Phil, is there are a lot more day trippers.
0: Ah, oh, coming in from where?
1: Newcastle, Liverpool, Glasgow, you name it. Because staying overnight in Edinburgh is the big expense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The
1: shows cost what they cost. They have always cost really. They shouldn't they don't really go up in price unfairly in its own way. The food and yeah. drink is a rip off of a standard amount of rip off. It's just the bit where you want to try and sleep near the fun that the landlords of Edinburgh <laughs> will piss directly into your open eyes.
0: Yeah. And the it's, hotels it's, are
1: no better and Airbnb's even worse.
0: It's shameful. It's shameful. But yeah, so
1: people would come up from Newcastle, see a few shows, have a beer, get back down on the train. Then th- that's why it was like, at like five, six o'clock, it's really busy. You go, oh, okay. And then around like nine, ten, it's all just goes whoop.
0: Oh, interesting. Ah, it's
1: no late night busyness in the same way as there used to be back before the war.
0: Interesting. <clears throat> that is that is a
1: horrible voice and face combo (laughs) Uh,
0: well well done pierre congratulations on a a good month i think Um,
1: i think phil you missed out on on slurpees
0: oh my doodle awards my east asian food awards
1: so many from what i can tell new east asian restaurants around
0: Well, they'll be there next year. Maybe not. I'll bring the Slurpees back next year.
1: You'll have to pop up for a week and instead of doing shows, just. or even seeing them, just constantly gorging on East Asian fusion cuisine.
0: I am missing um, East Asian food. I got um, a Korean takeaway yesterday to my house and it was so nice. Because the food in Egypt is. hmm.
1: is a poo. Is a poo pants.
0: It's no, it's not. It's um, it's Middle Eastern food. It's Eastern Mediterranean food. It's charred meats hum- and flatbreads and hummus and mushed chickpeas and mushed aubergines. It's kind of you know, yeah, you've had it before. The the one the one uniquely Egyptian dish that I was aware of something called koshari, which is get this. A sort of, a kind of fried, it's fried rice, not in the Asian style, just a fried rice with chickpeas on top and beans, I think, and then pasta and then like a, a little tomato sauce. Wow. So it's rice and pasta. No. Yes. I thought
1: the British were the only people bold enough to do rice and pasta.
0: <laughs> no, the Egyptians are all over it.
1: So it's tomato sauce, rice, and pasta.
0: Yeah, that's sort of the national dish. Gosh, that and stuffed pigeon.
1: Get out of
0: town. Stuffed pigeon. I had a stuffed pigeon. They stuff it full of rice, and there wasn't very much meat on that pigeon. I got to say, is there's, there's a reason. There's a reason to eat the meats we eat, Pierre. There's a, and there's a reason we
1: eat the meats that we eat. There's a reason we eat the meats that we eat. From the top of our toes to the head to the top of our feet.
0: <laughs> from the top of our toes to the top of our feet yeah not not, not long distance
1: no that just i just like eating ham hock i suppose um
0: uh, yeah so 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 the food um, yeah it wasn't great um did you try the pasta rice thing no no i never got no no I never. There, was,
1: there was never a day where you thought oh, i think i'd like to spend the day the most bloated and full i've ever been in my life
0: if you'd had a big bowl of
1: that before you got in the hot air balloon you could have been supplying the gas up into the fucking (laughs) (laughs) thing above you it's a huge thing of beans and pasta and rice that is insane (laughs) wow
0: Uh,
1: i can't wait to have a completely sanitized small plates version of it at some point
0: yes yeah so yeah, not 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 amazing food. It was got it was incredibly hot. It's the hottest I've ever been. One we had to call shooting off one day, in Egypt we were meant to shoot in the desert and we got there, and I think the temperature was like forty eight degrees Celsius.
1: Get fucked.
0: We, we you get out the air conditioned bus and. Instantly felt like your head was being microwaved you like like your head was hot, but the heat was somehow coming from like the middle of your brain It was so hot. it was like someone had a big hair dry, I was just going, <sighs> uh. it was insane. I've never felt heat like it it was it was I posted a video of me dancing around. On I the road, saw that I don't know what that was. Yeah. that was sort of delirium the um the local crew were outside dancing to music, and I went out to check out the heat. People were leaving the bus like it was a, a theme park ride going, I want to try, I want to try. And we'd leave the bus and you'd just be like, Ooh. and I was just instantly delirious with heat. And I started dancing with the crew. They were dancing? Uh, yeah, I was, they were down, They were just dancing out there.
1: Or just <laughs> to check out and of show you that they could deal with the heat or just of their own volition or...
0: I think it was delirium, honestly. And they could they could deal with it a bit better than the rest of us for sure. Forty-five. That is horrific. 48, 45. 48, yeah, it's wild. When on the flight back the the captain's like We are expecting fifteen degrees Celsius upon arrival at Heathrow. And when he said fifteen degrees Celsius us. Mm-hmm. 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 Jerusalem. I was so I was <laughs> so thrilled. Just just Elgar playing through my head.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. you started uh, singing the whole of uh, uh, sort of various uh, 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 Gilbert and Sullivan uh, <laughs> tunes and the Airs yeah. Desk came down the aisle and handed everyone a a jelly deal <laughs> and a poop pie. <laughs>
0: It was so hot, man. Like, people's phones were just turning off. They couldn't handle the heat. And
1: Fuck off.
0: And, like, I, I tried to wipe my glasses. I tried to go <sighs> on my glasses and just there would be no condensation because, like, it, it's just revaporizing vaporizing between my mouth and, and the glasses. Oh,
1: my God.
0: <laughs> it was so hot. That is fucked. <laughs> it's the hottest I've ever been in my life and I grew up in Malaysia. It was hot.
1: And it was hot and still dry, which means it's easier to deal with. So for it to be hot, dry <laughs> heat that is intolerable, that that is hot.
0: Yeah. 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 Real real hot. Did you but cook really an amazing.
1: egg on a car bonnet or anything?
0: We we realized we should have tried that, but um, we didn't have an egg on us. We didn't have <laughs> we didn't have an egg.
1: Is <laughs> that patting your pockets? Oh, I forgot my egg.
0: <laughs> oh no! I'll put my egg in my other pants. Such a bad prankster! I forgot my egg. Oh, God damn it! Um, uh, I learned a bit of learned a bit of Arabic. Mm-hmm. Um, no is la. So if you're like no 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 no, you go la 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 la. Very really, like <laughs> I like that a lot. Like you put your fingers in your ears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. La 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 la. la. la, la. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Shukran, Lost Shukrans, Mm -hmm. which is just thank you. Um, A phrase I learned which I really like is Sebni Luwahdi, which means leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of the
1: Egyptian people, Egyptian, a lot of the Egyptian Arabic people seem to learn when they go is to do with not wanting to buy things.
0: Yes, I mean. I think that's that's what you need to learn when you go anywhere with sort of people bothering you to buy souvenirs It's just la 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 also, <laughs> that's what you need to learn
1: and do you, and i i I have been once to Egypt, but it was a long time ago from memory, you do have to be pretty clear to not be bothered. Leave me alone sounds quite aggressive to a British person, but it's the bare minimum that's necessary to end the interaction isn't it
0: yeah 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 people are um yeah people speak plainly out there for sure you you when you're somewhere like egypt you realize just how british our attitude of um ooh, maybe later um uh, not sorry right now i don't really have any um because you go maybe later and they'll go oh, all right they take you out of like your word they're like okay i'll come back he will be later Yeah. oh okay. great
1: oh, i'd love to come back later and then you go no yeah. no
0: no yeah
1: yeah exactly No one says what they mean here, Phil. Maybe that's the best place for an uh, autistic person is just to move to Egypt.
0: Um, In the Valley (laughs) Valley of the Kings, I was chatting to an Egyptologist walking through the valley and then I looked down and I was like, oh, there's a sort of uh, little bit of hose, a little cable on the ground. And then the cable was moving. I was like, oh, that's a snake. And this snake was just going, it was like golden the little dark spots on it. And I was like, oh, 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 I was pointing at it, and everyone started going, oh, oh, oh and the cameraman was filming it, obviously. And this thing was like slithering along the, the the gravel, and at one point, like, got its head up and was looking at the camera, and oh, got its head back wow. down. And it slithered away to a corner where all, all these tourists were, like a little um, sheltered hut bit with an information panel. And people were like, oh, oh, like running out of the way. And it slithered into the corner. And our. <laughs> our security who was this unit um and uh we who the the crew called him beefcake he was just like this <laughs> very quiet absolutely stacked um security guard who came with us everywhere and he beat it to death with a stick no he he killed it and obviously I'm with Brits and they're going Oh, why did he have to kill? Apparently, there's a, an Australian. There were Australians there who were like, "In Australia, we look after the snakes." They're like getting annoyed with him. Uh, but then I found out later that basically all snakes in Egypt are extremely venomous. Yeah, and I mean, this thing was getting up, like looking at us like cobras. I think it was a young Egyptian cobra, and and I was. And I was going through this class. I was like, obviously, these fucking Brits are going, oh, why didn't he have to kill? Oh. It's like, dude, that thing was will kill you. Yeah, it's not a fucking hedgehog. He didn't stamp Mrs.
1: Tiggywinkle to death.
0: <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I can't believe this British sensibility, man. Even out there in the, in the desert, in the Valley of Kings, it's- you don't even know what's next to <laughs> And you're like, oh, why didn't he just let it go? go away there's like people all everywhere it was hiding in a rock by like an information center where people are going to go and sit down and wait around there'll be kids we walking just leave around. In there. Uh, i can't believe this man i can't believe these people
1: no it's it's cuz they are the descendants of the people who who wiped out the dangerous animals where they're from
0: oh yeah yeah they just
1: every single animal in the uk is a type of toy <laughs> A type of toy or a type of food.
0: It was just funny after the complaint, I looked up snakes in Egypt and like every result was just like, every snake in Egypt will kill you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just every single result comes with a big sort of flashing skull next to it. <laughs> Did any of them change their minds once you mentioned that it was the deadliest fucking thing?
0: No, I know these people are beyond beyond help. <laughs> It's a religion. Animal animals like loving animals is a British religion. You can't you can't talk people out of it.
1: Yeah, that's true. And they won't um they won't be affected by practicality, because they've never had to be practical with animals. The exception is farmers.
0: Yes. They're the
1: only yes. ones who just be like, If there was a guy there chewing straw with big boots on, he would Or I oh, think he did a grand job. I'm glad he stamped on its head. Some old Dorset farmer.
0: <laughs> and that there, and you know, I guess in the defense, it's always something like, the snake was, you know, it was scared. It was where is this? it was it was in a an area with a lot of people. It got into an area with a lot of people, and I'm like, well, it's a bad snake then. <laughs> All the other snakes have learned to stay away from the bad. <laughs> this has been a tourist destination for what a hundred years. <laughs> it's a it's a bad snake. If it's not figured this out. We're in
1: its home.
0: Yeah, not really. Not really. These tombs have been here longer. Old Tut has been here a lot longer than this snake, I gotta say.
1: That's nah, true. Old Tut's there. Tutting. Because you're not killing the fucking snakes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, every day was an adventure. It was pretty wild.
1: Yeah, it sounds it. I'll be exciting when it comes out. Um, shall we quickly do some correspondence?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Ring Twins. letters, letters emails, emails, coolness, emails, phone, 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 phone calligraps, to your, your sister a letters, correspondence. correspondence. My laptop's running out of battery, cause I don't plan for the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's read some letters, let's make them feel real nice. Let's run our eyes along the patterns that they've put on to um, their emails. Uh, yeah. otherwise <laughs> known as letters and words. So
1: Matt Atkinson has sent some tat. I'm choosing these emails a bit randomly.
0: Matt Atkinson?
1: Matt Atkinson. So it's a pretty classic tat here, Phil. Let's see if you can whisper it. Okay. This kitchen is blank with blank.
0: This kitchen is blessed with love.
1: Love is correct.
0: Oy. Oy, 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 oy. This kitchen is built with love. No. Decorated with love.
1: Oh, think more
0: kitchen-y. Ah, with scented with love, spiced with love. No, seasoned with love.
1: Caesar. Oy. Oy, 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 oy seasoned baby the kitchen is seasoned with love
0: thank you you don't season a kitchen but fine
1: no what does that mean
0: it means that there's some someone's sprinkling love all over the kitchen like putting it in the grinder and just
1: (laughs) or is it like um you get some love you know a lovely big wet kilogram of love
0: Fresh from, fresh from
1: the butchers. Yeah, fresh, fresh butchers' love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it should be funny. Um, that's a funny name for a show. I'm at that stage of the fringe where everything sounds like a funny name for a show. Um, you get some fresh yeah. butchers' love, you dry it out, you toot and come with it, and then you take it and put it in a blender. And you blend it up, it gets all powdery. And then you put it in a sort of firework or a bomb Mm. in the center of the kitchen and just... Blah! (laughs) (laughs) And now there's love everywhere.
0: Oh, no, there's love everywhere. (sniffs) Wiping it off your hands. Uh,
1: Yeah, and then sort of like going... "Ah!" because there's love in your eyes love powder <laughs> and it really stings it's so spicy yeah, you, zo-
0: you zoom in on a microscopic level and all these all the pointy bits of love hearts are like poking into your eyeball yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly um yeah that is <sighs> to just yeah what does that mean we we have a nice home we have a nice home is that all it means
0: I guess so. I guess that's what all these things are.
1: Um, okay, Simon gets in touch.
0: Simon? Is it Simon from the shoot? It might be. Mm. Simon from the crew. Oh, Simon. maybe. Um, um. Simon B. Skyven. From what he's meant to be doing in order to write us. Simon, Simon
1: B. Skyven. <laughs> Is that what your friend of the crew said whenever he had a little rest?
0: Yeah. Oh, Simon B.
1: he flash a gang sign and say, Simon B.
0: Skyven.
1: <laughs> uh, Simon says, afternoon, smellers.
0: Smellers. Instead of fellers. I, yeah. Yeah, that's good.
1: I just came across this mental ad for a hentai game on The Guardian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? So hentai is anime porn?
1: Yes, it's uh, sort of sexy Japanese cartoon stuff.
0: And the right, so an ad for a hentai game is on The Guardian website.
1: Yeah, and um, I'm just going to plug in my charger. have so phone, my, oh my God. Hey, you know how a modern flat would have more than two plugs per room, Phil?
0: <laughs> Not yeah.
1: So, uh, I just came across this mental ad for a hentai game on The Guardian.
0: Crackers. absolutely. CC attached.
1: Assuming some poor incel actually clicks on this abomination, are we to believe that even in this fantasy world, that's in capitals, <laughs> oh, he starts addressing the content of the ad. I'll just tell you what it is. So, because it's The Guardian, it's quite a horrible contrast to have a hentai game advert underneath some very worthy content. (laughs) So, do you want to hear the worthy content that is just above it first? Please. It is a a, 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 a sort of letter or opinion piece by an article by someone called Shadi Khan Saif. And it says, let me explain, my dear son, why I left you in Afghanistan. Hang in there. I have not given up. Blimey. Okay. So it's an Afghan refugee fleeing Afghanistan story.
0: Yes. N-
1: and then right underneath it is... It's a... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a Japanese cartoon lady <laughs> with huge norks, Phil. <laughs> Enormous breasts, I'm saying. Okay. And she's sort of looking up at the reader concerned like...
0: <laughs>
1: and she's saying uh, I'll go on top if you can't
0: no what
1: she's got huge norks and she's in a kind of like um, sort of like a robe I'll hold it up to the camera oh,
0: what is that oh jeebus it's a I'd say that's a blouse
1: yeah sort that's of loose Japanese style blouse and it's some sort of Comic strip hentai but it's very it's, quite, it's it makes it seem like the guy left his son in Afghanistan because he needed to get to the west to play hentai games. <laughs> it looks like that's the title. He's going. Let me explain le- why I left you in Afghanistan.
0: Oh no, and that's the reason. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Look at
1: this son. I knew you'd get it. Oh my. Look God. at those cartoon breasts. I knew you'd understand why I had to flee
0: just I had no choice I had no choice
1: this is too haram <laughs> this is too haram for Afghanistan I had to flee so that I could have access to this you'll understand when you're older son I swear I swear you'll understand <laughs> when, when you're 16 you'll do the same my son why is the Guardian at a point where it needs money from porn
0: well I don't know how these things work do they, they just sign up to a sort of general package service <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you think they'd untick the option for massive content? Yeah, this danials? is it.
0: This is what I think. Surely you have enough control where you can go, yeah, but we don't want the hentai game adverts underneath the stories about uh, refugees, maybe.
1: Do you think they said, we don't want the hentai game adverts? And the provider went, oh, okay, I'll just type that in and let's see what your revenue comes to now. That's two pounds a month. But with the hentai, it's about 10,000. And they <laughs> just went, ah. <laughs> oh. I guess people who read the Guardian love the liberal paper of record and hentai. Oh well.
0: Well, it is Um, like it is sort of foreign art, I guess, in a way. uh, Oh, that's true. Guardian readers are all about that shit.
1: That's true. They go, "Oh, it's actually very interesting." It's It's world porn. (laughs) i would love i would love a genre called world porn and the music is really sort of like bongos and fucking accordions and too many different instruments at once like a rainmaker someone's playing a rainmaker during a porno (laughs) a lot of sort of like um you know algerian synth music is playing anyway so simon addresses the, the the insane advert he says Assuming some poor incel actually clicks on this abomination, are we to believe that even in this fantasy world, the player is in such a sorry physical state that they are unable to go on top?
0: <laughs> yeah, surely you're living your fantasy, right? This is your fantasy. You're fantasy woman. It's so yeah. a Japanese anime girl with enormous breasts and... And your your issue is like, I'm a bit tired to go on top. Yeah, I don't... I I I don't know if I can be bothered to go on top of my 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 ideal uh, woman.
1: (laughs) Presumably. I I want the cartoon to fuck me. I don't want to fuck a cartoon. That's childish. I
0: I have... (laughs) I have overcome the laws of physics and logic... To be able to have literally have sex with an animated ideal woman, but I'm just a bit knackered, actually i think yeah. i'm just i'd like to uh, i can't really be bothered can can you can you go top?
1: it's insane so so Simon makes a good point he says, um perhaps the protagonist is so used to to being sedentary
0: Ah, yes. That being they, the
1: who, who are we kidding, he, can't no. even fathom being able to support his own weight. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like so fat and knackered from Mountain Dew and nachos and sitting in a big chair that the lady just has to do her best on, on him.
0: <laughs>
1: I think that's probably right.
0: That's probably it. I reckon that's it.
1: Simon says, anyway, very much enjoyed your second live show at the Leicester Square Theatre. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre again on the 23rd of November. Brackets says, Pierre. Very much enjoyed your second live show at the Leicester Square Theatre and all of the sweet, sweet eye contact I received from Philip. Oh,
0: did I give a lot of eye contact? Apparently. Wow. Mm -hmm.
1: Pierre, unfortunately, I was sat in such a way that I was unable to intrude on your gaze.
0: (laughs) Until next time. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Well, I guess because we're sort of facing each other, our cones of vision would have sort of crossed.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was at the other end of your cone cross.
0: Yeah. He was in my cone.
1: He was in your cone. I Someone do else was good. in my cone, yeah. I yeah, conned him uh, hard. He, he, he says, thanks for all the pooey pudding. No, no, pooey podding. I a pooey pudding. A pooey pudding. <laughs>
0: pudding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ugh. It says something that I was happy with that. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah, the Pooey pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lovely treat, but also Pooey. Thanks for all the Pooey podding. Yours stankfully.
0: Oh, I love it. Many stanks.
1: Many stanks, Simon. Thank you very much. Kind refarts, Simon.
0: Nice, lovely. A lovely collection of of, uh, sign-offs there.
1: A lovely collection of sign-offs. Simon sign-offs. Simon, sign off. We yeah, have yeah. one minute. We have one minute. Uh, what should we say in one minute? Um, thank you for listening. I think um, we'll record... Should we record the bonus part closer to the time?
0: Yeah, let's try that if we can. Although I'm away in Sweden. If you're in Sweden what? this weekend, I'm at the Lund Comedy Festival. Lund? So come along to that. Otherwise, I am touring again... Uh, here back home in September to October. So go on my website, look up my dates, come see me Lunds. live.
1: Lund's Comedy Festival Theatre.
0: And then I'm in Australia November doing shows. So come to that. Oh boy, Check that out. Oh boy. Go to my website.
1: It's Global Phil. Global Phil. Getting his fill.
0: All right, guys. Um, um, all right, then, guys. Lovely to speak to you. Good to be uh, back home. Okay.
1: Cheers, guys. Thank you very much for coming to my Fringe show, if you did. If you're coming to see me on tour, the tour is the last show. I'll be touring this Fringe show at some point next year.
0: It's Staggered Novelli. It's classic Staggered Novelli.
1: Yeah, exactly right.
0: Um, much love. See Patreons on Friday. Otherwise, see you guys another time. Bye-bye. Much love. Bye.